For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Back to more Tech Vibe Radio, brought to you by the generous support of the Allegheny County Airport Authority at FlyPittsburgh.com, Apogee IT Services at ApogeeITServices.com, Compunetics at Compunetics.com, Plus Consulting at PlusConsulting.com, PNC Bank at PNC.com, PTC Corporate Coverage Group at PGHTech.org, and SDLC Partners at SDLCPartners.com. Here are your hosts, the Pittsburgh Technology Council's Audrey Russo and Jonathan Kirsting. There's no messing around when it's Tech Vibe Radio. It's all business all oh, the time. It's great to have yeah. John Hudson in the house at Plus Consulting. It's been a while. It has, it has been, a while. been a while. Yeah, so John, totally. welcome back to the studio here. Thank you. We're going to talk security. Thank we you. Did you, security. did you hear that? That was with a Pittsburgh accent. It was. Thank you. <laughs> and so what are you up to now, John? What am I up to? I am practice director for cybersecurity for Plus Consulting. So we're out there helping organizations put cybersecurity in place that's relevant to their organization. And that's the key word, relevant. Relevant, for mm-hmm. sure. Relevant. That's, you mean you're not just doing big lockdown and smackdown and then... Guess what? I don't even have access to the internet anymore. You can't. You know, those days are gone where you try and protect right. everything. Exactly. Um, right. I just don't want ransomware. Well, that's the worst. <laughs> that's a risk. So okay, it is. I'm, a risk. I'm, I'm like not interested. But the, more, in that. the more you don't want it, the more you're locked down. Yeah. But, uh, Everybody uh, needs to know though that Plus Consulting, based in Carnegie, growing company. Like yep. you're in two buildings over there now. Well, that's how they're, fast they're in growing. their 16th year. I right? believe so. 16th Correct. Year. Yes. And Steve Smith. He founded that company found just company. like an entrepreneur and, and he, has built it. And how long have you been there for, Johnny? It's been like three years. I've been years. there four years. Four years now. Yeah. And you really are building up the whole security division yep. for these guys. You are the man on the scene there. And everyone's talking about cybersecurity. Well, so, yeah. They talk, talk about that. You yeah. can't run from it. You can't hide. But there's probably some stuff you can do. Can sure. you give away some secrets? Well, they're not secrets. I think, first of all, we have to look at cybersecurity through the eyes of a business. If you okay. don't do that, you're dead in the water. So what do I Good mean by that? Yeah. You know, every organization is different. When we look at cybersecurity, the biggest secret is look at what can hurt you. Start from there and build outwards. And what do I mean by that? If, if what can hurt you is intellectual property, you know, start controlling the protections around that segment of your business, ah. not everything. You can't. The, the, the cyber criminal is way more organized and way more motivated to get what you've got than you have okay. protected. So identify your critical assets. Absolutely. Identify okay. the critical assets. What else? Well, once you've identified them, you've got to decide why you want to protect them and how you want to protect them. And again, that comes back to just asking that simple question. If the bad guy got this or my competition got this, what could they do with it? If you understand the answer to that, you can start building out a program around how to protect that information. So, again, if it's intellectual property, um, and we know that if certain nation states get hold of that, um, they can do it cheaper, quicker, 
um, that, then we can do it, not necessarily to the same quality. So how do we protect that? Um, you know, it's about how do you control access? How do you control encryption? How do you control all of these things that you need around those segments of your business, but you don't necessarily need around everything? So when we look at security, we, we very much look at it from that perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's interesting because I would imagine that people would want, when they engage with you, very often it, it's reactive, right? And it's it is. not proactive. They come to you when there's a problem. Right? Absolutely. And so then they go, well, that's it. I'm, I want everything locked down. Right. Right? Right. Until and they try and do it. Until they try and do it and then realize lockdown means control of everything and nothing. Yeah, and, and, and it's the complexity that goes behind it. I mean, just think of trying to lock down information that runs your business. Um, and you, you, you take an arbitrary decision to lock it down tomorrow. Nobody gets it except for these three. And business stops. Um, that's the reality of complexity. Of, that's why security is part of business process as much as technology. Well, Tech- I mean, it's interesting because sure. the, we're in this world of democratization of information, mm-hmm. right? So that Absolutely. everything is pervasive, everything is unattached, yep. everything is individually identifiable. Absolutely. And now we have this other piece of control. Right. So this is, this so, is so opposition, I think, right? Well, I think you can live in both worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, again, it, it's coming back to that crown jewel theory, pardon, accent, Thought crown jewels. No, we use that you know, terminology it's, it's here. It's coming back to that crown jewel theory of right. saying there are some things that have to be controlled in a different way than right. that democratization of data. Um, why? Because again, it's the stuff that runs our organization. It's the stuff you know. Plus right. consulting spent sixteen years putting together. Right. You know, that secret source of how we do things right. is what drives us forward. And, and for most organizations, it's that, or it's the other side of it. It's data that people want to steal. Because they want to make money out of it from identity theft, right? That the, type yeah. of like credit card yeah, information, healthcare, like that. Absolutely. healthcare, healthcare yeah. you know, financial institutions, credit card mm-hmm. information. You know, where not necessarily it's going to affect you as a person, but it's going to affect if you're a shareholder, uh, if you're a publicly traded company, it's going to affect your share price. We've seen right. enough incidents of that. You know, it's going to affect your trust. Think of being a bank that's lost your customer data. You know, banks are built on 150 years of trust. And suddenly, that's gone out the window. You can't get that back. Right, right. Um, so, in, again, there are multiple different avenues that people want your data. Every organization is different and how they protect it, or, or what's important to them, should I say, and therefore how they protect it. So it's sort of like a, what you're laying out here is, A, obviously, people are going to need some protection. There are definite mm-hmm. strategies. Once you've identified your critical assets, sure. you, can, you can figure out how you want to wrap wrap around that kind of protection. Yep. But what's intriguing in listening to you now is that it's really the conversation has to start at a very business absolutely focused practical approach. Absolutely. So it's like, okay, I get it. I get you don't want to be attacked. I get it that you've had a breach. I get it. But the more important questions are not the solutions. Right. But actually isolating Absolutely. the criticality. What drives, so that's business, sort of, yeah. what drives your customers, what brings them back. You start there and work outwards, and you put a security program in place that matches that need. So it should really be part of the corporate IT strategy and the corporate strategy. Right. They go uh, hand in hand as far as mm-hmm. – Oh, they, they, they can't ex- – it, companies who do this well, it can't exist in any other – Exactly. Right. Uh, and sphere. now there's this big push for corporate boards on public companies – that they need to have someone who has Absolutely. experience in security, right? But when you think about it, 
who has 20 years of experience in security? No one. Right. So part, you're, you're absolutely right. I, I think it's the, the, the job of boards to create that atmosphere where the right questions are asked. Right. Now, the, the challenge is, is how do you get there? You know, there's multiple different ways you do that. You, if you have a security team, you know what? You actually spend time with them. Mm-hmm. I think it's a board's responsibility to understand more than that top layer, 10-minute right. presentation once a year. What's going on? If you can't do that, hire somebody onto your board who does know right. the questions to and ask. And that's what... Absolutely. Um, in, you know, it, it's, it's, it's not a... It, it shouldn't be seen as a big stick. It should be part, just as safety as seen as part of a corporate culture. Mm-hmm. It should be seen in the same sphere. So exactly. zero tolerance. Yeah. Absolutely. So we have zero tolerance for data breaches. Uh, well, we have zero tolerance... For data breaches for around certain things. treating risk or cyber risk in a different way than we would treat financial risk or safety risk. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, again, it's part of a corporate culture. Now, how often do we see that in place? Not very often. Right. Um, Right. You know, it's still the redheaded stepchild. No no offense to redheaded stepchild, Mm -hmm. but it's the the redheaded stepchild still of, of, you know, you have your security folks. More often than not, they tend to be isolated away from direct responsibility back to either board or executive level. Um, So, in other words, they're told... Secure the organization, but you don't have the backing of the organization to do it. I think what we do with our approach is help them get beyond that by, again, taking it from a technical problem to a business problem. And when you can start to quantify, qualify, and and, and start thinking about the impact across the organization, executives do sit up and listen. And then when you're at that business level, it becomes part of your culture. And we had Chris Roberts. He's kind of famous for hacking an airline yep. that we've all probably heard yep. about, but aren't yeah. allowed to say. He came he's, to he, see us and then lost his job. He lost uh, his job the next day <laughs> uh, for the company that he founded. But you know, his big thing was, you know, it's not the next blue blinking light that's going to fix your your security problem. No. But it's ingraining this into the culture of your organization. Absolutely. It comes down to the people, yep. which I thought it was comes really down cool. to the people. It starts from the top in terms of their view on it, and it comes back through it. You know, yeah. it's okay to have security if the big guys at the top say it's okay to have security. Uh, it's a tough, lonely life. If they say if they say no or they don't care, right? Or absolutely. should I? That, that's a little bit harsh. If they're ambivalent based upon lack of knowledge, there you go. Maybe that's a better way. Much to put more it. nicely put. Thank you. I like it. Lots of big words. As well. <laughs> it's all good. It's that all is. Good. So people are listening. You should probably just reach out to John and let him talk to your leadership. We'd team. love to. Just um, have a conversation, sure. as you can hear from what he's talking about. Absolutely. He's not trying to push technology solutions. We don't. Just, yeah. Um, I think one of the benefits of the, the security group is we don't actually sell hardware and software. Um, you, can, you, know, you, that, sell, you sell the strategy so do, behind it, You right? do security therapy. Yeah. Security therapy. That's you're, a you're big word. black house so, people lay right. out We lay there people and, on couches and right? sit down and stroke their furrowed brows. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't be so weary. Yeah. Cheer up. Things could be worse. <laughs> so, I, so I didn't. They were. So, uh, <laughs> no. uh, but it's true. But not everyone wants to talk about it. Sure. People don't want to go, hey, guess what? We it makes really it more stay. approachable, too, because some folks are a little freaked out with the amount of technology that's out there, not knowing if that next blue blinking light is going to really fix their yep. problem or not. So when you approach it more like this is a business angle, that that becomes a, a much easier sure. conversation to have right. with people. And, and there's more understandable no blinking light out there that's going to fix it. Exactly. There is multiple layers of blinking lights out there that are going to help you fix it. But nothing's going to uh, make yeah. it impervious, and it comes down to your people to be smart on their toes and yep. follow I'm, good policy. I've just gotten nervous about ransomware. Yeah, is that rightly nervous? Absolutely. Yeah, we've got a couple of minutes left. Tell us a little bit about, sure. about the latest ransomware. We were, we're kind so, of freaked so out So ransomware about this. effectively is a form of malware 
that is going to go in to, let's say if you get it on your system, any file share that you have associated with that system at some level is going oh, to get encrypted. Like everything. Uh, so absolutely, depending on the discipline you have in your organization, that could be a single departmental file share or it could be the whole organization. It's going to get encrypted. What you then get is a ransom demand uh, from the people who are doing this. With a link to Bitcoin to pay uh, them. With a link to Bitcoin <laughs> saying this is your price today and this is your price tomorrow. Now, the, the, the problem with that is there's no guarantee even if you pay that you're going to get your data back. Exactly. A lot of data gets corrupted in I have the a feeling why, process. Why even give it back? Right. If they're going to pay, what are they going to do? Go to the police? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A- absolutely. Um, but, yeah, even if they give you that uh, code to get it back, there's yeah. no guarantee you're actually going to get that data back. So, sure. again, good cyber plans, segmentation of networks, limitations on what people can get. Mm-hmm. Again, it's, it's what they call least privilege. Have yes. what you need to do your job, but no more. Cool. So, John Hudson from Plus Consulting. So, where can they go yeah, to check where can you guys they reach out? You? Uh, they can reach me at uh, john.hudson at plusconsulting.com. Okay. They can go out onto our website, plusconsulting.com. Uh, they can personally... Do I give phone numbers or is that... You can give phone yeah, numbers sure. if you want. Uh, you, if you think anyone's going to call you. might get a hot date out yeah, of it or something. Like it. in the morning call. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Give, John, give you're talking security is pretty awesome. You know, you'll, you'll get an answer machine. No, you won't. So. Good stuff. John, it's thank so you so for great. stopping thank by. You. Plus Consulting, what a great asset out there right there in Carnegie, which is really cool. You guys are right across the street from us almost here at the station. Not not too far away. Anyhow, another Tech Vibe Radio under our belt. This has been Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. We're from the Pittsburgh Technology Council. We represent great companies like Plus Consulting who are members of the PTC. We're so glad about that. While you're out of here, have an awesome weekend, everybody. See you next week on the air. The preceding has been paid for by the Pittsburgh Technology Council. Information on the program was intended solely to further the public's general knowledge about the product. Opinions expressed should not be relied upon for any purpose by any member of the audience. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.